enceinte. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Underdival Podcast, episode seven with the one and only Shway, aka Shauna Suter, aka nothing else. <laughs> What's up? Hey, how's everything? How you been? Good, good. Thanks for having me on here. Of course, this is your first one, right? Yeah, never done a podcast before in my never, life. Never, ever, ever. Wow, nobody had the decency of hitting you up and saying, yo, can you get on my show? I mean, I'm only just like a simple bodybuilder hairdresser from Jersey. Oh, simple. (laughs) Have you guys seen her Instagram? Simple. Yeah. (laughs) Talk about wellness. Oh, thank you. (laughs) How's everything been, though? I haven't seen her in a long time. I know. I've been great, you know, busy at work, busy in the gym. Justin and I have some things planned for this year. Keeping it under wraps. <laughs> under wraps. All right. Maybe maybe we can unfold that here today. I don't know. Let's see what happens. Let's, Let's see how see. much we can really say. <laughs> um, all right. So what's your tell us a little bit about yourself, people that don't know you. Um, I'm a 33-year-old hairdresser from Jersey. Uh, I started doing hair god went right out of high school mm-hmm. i have a huge passion for that and then i really feel like it interconnects honestly with like the whole bodybuilding thing because i've gotten a lot of clients just from doing shows okay 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 <laughs> yeah um i love spending time with my family i come from a huge puerto rican italian family so i love spending time with them I, my friends are more like family to me i love time at the beach very hardworking person, goofy. I thought you were only uh, so you're you're Puerto Rican and Italian. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were only like Puerto Rican. No, no. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, Puerto not Puerto Rican, Rican, only Italian. No, no, no. I'm Puerto Rican and Italian, and like a couple other things in there, but those don't even matter. <laughs> uh, th- those are the one percentiles. One percent German, one percent this, one percent that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 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 Uh, well, so what? All right. So, what's your favorite food? Italian food or Puerto Rican food? Um. Oh God, that's hard. Because it's like two completely different things. It's very completely different, honestly. When my father makes food, love Italian food. Mm-mm. Only when my titiere comes from Puerto Rico will I be obsessed with Puerto Rican food. I can go out to somewhere to eat, and it's mm. eh, so so. Well, there you go. Now you know she's Spanish. She used Titi. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's good. That's good. All right, what's your uh, what's your favorite um, all right, what's your favorite dessert Italian wise and also Spanish Puerto Rican wise? Weirdly enough, I'm not a dessert person. Really? Yeah, I've never been a dessert person. I mean, listen, you put a cake in front of me and I'll eat it or a donut, but I'm not mm. really. Fan. I'm more like the rice and the pasta. I'm like a starchy carb person. Okay. I mean carb. I mean carbs make everybody happy, especially in this point. Yeah. Um <laughs> we I'm I'm a sucker for uh cannolis. I, I love I'm, cannolis, yo. Oh I'm lactose God. intolerant. I can't have them. <laughs> I but see, this is the thing. The whole lactose intolerant thing, I think the majority of people that 
never got into bodybuilding once they get into bodybuilding their whole body gets fucked up with not being able to like handle milk stuff or um i'm always i've always been a person that i'll eat a tub of ice cream i'll be fine but after competing it's like because your body you you put your body through all these different aspects of like eating and and all all this food and staying away from this the minute you put your body in through like uh oh let's uh Let's do like these sweet cakes or um, I don't know, ice cream or anything, or even milk. That shit goes right through you. Oh my god, yeah. It's, it's cause like, we put our bodies that way. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so what's your favorite um uh sweets from the Puerto Rican side? Uh oh my god. If you god. had to pick something. I forget what they're called, but there's these little caramel candies. That my titiada and my uncle Pepe used to bring them here from Puerto Rico, uh-huh. and I can't remember the name of them, but they were I like. I think little... I know what you're talking about. I just forgot it. Damn it. Oh, they're like the the caramel balls. Yeah, oh yeah, my yeah. God. those things are they're amazing. Phenomenal. They like melt in your mouth. Yeah, those things are I amazing. I just can't remember the name of it. <laughs> yeah, no, those things are good. Good pasta. Yeah, you mentioned this. Uh, you mentioned uh, carbs. Uh, pasta, I like. I love rice. Um, I love pasta. Like I love like chicken alfredo. Um, on the on the Spanish side, I don't know. I don't know if I can say I really love pasta besides like lasagna, but that's not really like Spanish. No, no. When it comes to to Puerto Rican food, it's no pasta. Um, they, they don't know how to do pasta right. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's more like they try to do it like Italian wise, but I'm like, no, it's not. It's not. It's not coming and it out right. Up being way too spicy. <laughs> yeah, something like that. I don't know. I don't know why it's always like that. That's weird. Yeah. But we put so much flavor into everything, so it's like, it's like continuous. Oh my god! Yeah, my aunt makes the best arroz con pollo in the whole world. Like nothing beats hers. Yeah. Oh, it's that. Uh, it's it's uh, aunts and also grandmas. Gra- they make the best food. My grandmother can't cook to save her life. No. No. Oh, that's that Never one. Learn. Never wow. wanted to learn. She was the one out of the kitchen. I, always. It's like, I don't want to do nothing with this and do nothing. No, no. She was more like knitting and sewing and stuff like that. But like her sister. Yeah. Her sister could literally go in your refrigerator. You would have four things and she mm. would come up with like a whole meal for people. Oh, wow. My grandma can't even make a, a sandwich. <laughs> That's crazy. Do, do you cook? You cook your food, or you meal prep it? Like you from a company? I I cook my own food. I'm very like, I'm very crazy about my own food. I know how I like it and everything mm. like that. I know how I like it's seasoned, so I just always do my own food. Even if I'm like a meal prep company were to reach out, yeah, I'd promote them. But like, I know how I like my food. Okay. Yeah. Have you Have you gotten tired of chicken yet? No, no, I do it in the air fryer with garlic salt. I could eat like a whole tub of it. Not supposed to, but (laughs) no, no, hell no. My coach gives me whatever I'm supposed to eat. That's exactly what I'm doing up to that, up to that gram. I can't, I just, I'm already tired of chicken. I hate it. I could do steak, but you even you get to a point. I was listening to one of the podcasts that uh, Jay Color was doing. You get to a point in your life. I mean, maybe you're not there yet, um, but it's like you're, you eat so much chicken and so much steak and so much turkey that even when you go out to a restaurant, I don't see myself ordering that stuff. 
Oh no, off season, I am, I hardly get steak like when I'm prepping and stuff like yeah. that, just because I do well on like low fats. Mm. So that's all I want my off season. Every time I go out to a restaurant, but I will not order chicken when no, I go no, out. Like that. It's, it's not I my feel chicken. like it's a, it's a waste. Like you're going to a restaurant, like might as well just cook your food and just if you're going to eat chicken and steak. Like the other day I, I went to a Sp- uh, Spaniard, a uh, Spain restaurant and um, I ordered uh, like a, a two pound steak. I looked at it and I I ate some of it and I'm like, why did I order this? I make this at home. It's like yeah. it's the same. It's like it's like I'm on prep or I'm just dieting. It's just I rather have burgers, fries, all that type of crap. Oh, give me the biggest bowl of fries ever and I'll be happy. Oh God, that yeah. and sushi. Yeah, so I fucking love sushi. Oh, that's my weakness. Sushi's so good. It's yeah. So good. <laughs> Not 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 the not the 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 non people sushi eaters that just order California rolls. No, I'm talking about sushi. Oh yeah, like like hardcore fucking like these weird names. Like oh yeah, let me get one of these, and then they bring you a whole boat to your table. Oh my oh. god, so making my mouth water. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's gonna go eat sushi after this. <laughs> All right, so um, you mentioned uh, um, so you do bodybuilding and business, right? So how what do you find different from bodybuilding? Like, how, how do you, do you, do you find that you can make money in bodybuilding uh, versus like also like business? Like what's, what's more entertaining for you? I feel like both of them are entertaining in completely different ways. I don't make, I mean, obviously a lot of people make money off of bodybuilding by getting sponsored by companies and getting yeah. paid and stuff like that. Um, I'm sponsored by a couple companies, but it's more so like I promote for them and then they'll give me free stuff and everything like that. And I've created great relationships with those companies. I mean, honestly, my source of income comes from doing hair. It's business. That is my like. When did you get into hair? Um, I've always loved doing hair. I mean, my family jokes around that I was the only kid in my preschool that got suspended for a week because I put a cloth over a table and I was cutting people's hair with like the play scissors. No way. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's the first I've ever heard that. (laughs) That's crazy. I could just picture that right now. Oh my God. That's insane. (laughs) I cut one girl. She had long, beautiful black curly hair. I cut it all to her shoulders and it was right before her birthday party. Needless to say, I was not invited anymore. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god how'd the parents take it oh my god so i only cut two people's hair before the teacher realized she like put her head under the table and she's like oh what are you guys doing and she freaked out um the one girl that i cut her hair up to her shoulders the mom was so pissed wanted me kicked out of the school and the teachers were like listen she, like the the teacher's aide wasn't paying attention She's only what four, five, however old I was. She that, that was a mistake. The other girl, Amazing. I cut her bangs in the mountains. Her parents, that was my best friend. Her parents were laughing. They're like, "You're an idiot. You deserve that." <laughs> That's crazy. I can't imagine a parent wanting to kick out a student from school for four or five years old. It was a bougie, bougie town where I went to preschool. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's a first. That's 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 going down. I can't even share that with my daughter. She'll probably end up doing the same. 
because she loves her hair. Aww. Oh Love it. Super long hair. Her hair is all the way down to like uh, her lower back. Um, and she's always asking mom to like, oh, you know, can you can you do my hair like this or whatever? And it's like her prized possession is her hair. Like she loves it. Um, I mean, listen, it's good money if she wants to get into it. Yeah, I mean, it she, she's like a whole girly girl, like adult little girly girl. Like she's not oh, one of no, these like, <laughs> like it's I, I can see it now. Ten years old is going to be trouble, and it's it, it's bad. It's bad. Yeah. Like a, <laughs> You're you know, uh, us as kids, I tell people all the time, you know, because we we didn't have like th- that crazy technology out there back then. Um, us as kids, I mean, compared to how the youth is, we were dumb. We didn't we didn't have yeah. that much. We didn't have that much, you know. Um, now they have everything. They learn everything off their iPads, their tablets, their computers. What they learn in school, their friends, everything. Like it's, it's scary. Oh yeah, no. My ex boyfriend, he is he has a seven year old son. Mm-hmm. The stuff you tell me and be like, where did you learn that? And he's like, oh, I learned how to do that off of like YouTube. He would yeah, watch like do it yourself videos. It's crazy. They they teach you how to do it correctly. Yeah, <laughs> that's by by the time they're like eighteen. Oh my god, it's th- their brains are gonna be so developed. It's crazy. Oh, let me see. When did you start bodybuilding? Um, I started five years ago. Okay, been uh with my first coach. Hmm. How many coaches do you? Uh, how many coaches have you been through? Um. I'm I was working with Guy Del Corso, then Chris Tuttle, and now Justin Randall. So okay, three. Okay, okay. okay. I know yeah. Um you, and you still train mainly where you still do you still train at Iron Culture or no? No, I haven't been to Iron Culture in like I think a little over a year. Right now I'm training at um Top Shelf Fitness in Rockaway. Okay. That's Tommy's gym, okay. Yeah, and then every once in a while, I'll do cardio at, like, a local gym, but it's, like, a no-name gym kind of thing, and I don't really like to train there because too many people ask too many questions. Okay. Oh, my God. You go, yeah, you go to a normal gym, and you don't look like a normal person. They're going to come up to you and ask you a bajillion questions. Yeah. (laughs) It's always always like that. I I, I use sometimes Planet just for, like, basic stuff. Like, you know, um, I tell everybody, you know, there's no, you don't have to go to a serious gym unless it just do arms. Like it's you know if you don't want to drive um like for me to go to all the way to signature is like 30 40 minutes so it's like and, and i go there all the time but if i want to do just shoulders or arms and i don't want to stay in traffic then i just go to like the nearest retro like planet and then everybody asks you questions yeah like everybody and they all look at you because you don't look normal so like you look exactly. different like, oh how'd you how'd you get like that and like, what do you want? And blah, blah, like, shut up. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The list goes on and on and on. That's crazy. Like, oh, what do you think about this? And and you and these people you don't even know. You just, you know, and, and they, they kind of get inspired by looking at you because you look different. But it's I get it. You know, it's I feel like those gyms are more like beginner gyms. Like, just. Yeah, absolutely. There. And then everybody gets like, you know, there's that that crowd that they get. um They don't feel comfortable, you know, training at you know, iron or signature Tommy's gym or, you know, anything like that. It's just because it's a different atmosphere. They're more like competitors and that's how lifters. Yeah. yeah. It's a different mindset completely. Uh, let's see. Um, all right. So you said five years ago. All right. So what was, how did you look at it back then starting 
and how it is now because you're also getting ready for a show so how's that how's that mindset changed um i mean when i first started i was very jaded i didn't know anything about it i went to in it into it with just thinking about having fun and i kind of honestly it was like a high after my first show it was like holy shit after i think i was prepping for like four or five months and to see from the start to finish it honestly was something that just it lit something inside of me and so like I said, when I first started, it was just fun. I was just doing it because everyone's like, oh, you love food. You can't do this. You'll never be able to do this. And I'm the type of person where if you tell me no, I'm going to say, screw you. Yeah. And I'll do it 10 times better. Yeah. <laughs> but now, I mean, I love it. And it's, I just have more of a passion for it. But it has like completely changed my perspective on relationships and friendships and even like my work life. I mean, as you get more, it's more structured, right? You get more strict and, and you treat life more, more as a, like you, like you have to do these things. You, you, you just, your, your pattern is different. Oh, you're, absolutely. 100%. Because your mindset changed and that kind of scoped it. I tell people all the time, like, I feel like some people can do it. Um, I, I feel like I need bodybuilding in my life for me to continue doing what I do in my normal life, especially focusing your own business. If you don't have that structure, you don't have that, that discipline. Absolutely. I 100% agree with you. I work very well on structure just as mm. a person. And so this has just enhanced that, honestly. Okay. Okay. That's good. No, yeah. that's good. That's great. Um, and did you, did you do bodybuilding because what you, you wanted to like, take it that extra step to becoming a competitor or like, was there something in the background that kind of helped you get into bodybuilding like sports? Uh, so growing up, I did soccer, softball, cheerleading, flag football. Cause my dad wouldn't let me play regular football. Mm. And I started, I mean, when I was in high school and stuff like that, I didn't, there was no Instagram. I didn't really know much about bodybuilding. And then as Instagram kind of popped up, I saw more of it. Um, honestly, I just got into it because I was in two back-to-back -back relationships where I had been talking about possibly trying it in my early twenties. And one guy was like, my girlfriend's not going on stage in a bikini. The other one was like, I'm not dating someone with bigger muscles than me. And then All finally, a bunch of secure shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then, um, after I broke up with a second guy in November, I literally started working with my coach in December. Okay. Okay. So it's fairly new. Yeah. Okay. 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 And how's everything going now with that? Oh, no, no. I mean, um, when, five years ago when I first started, Oh, okay. okay, okay. I broke okay. up with my ex-boyfriend in November and then literally by December, I started working with my first coach. Okay. Okay. And, yeah. that's, a, and that's a completely different thing, right? Your coach took you beyond the, what you thought what it was. Oh, and then, yeah. you know, the whole diet and it's just all structure. It's, it's a, it's a mental fuck, but doing all that. But that's why I tell people all the time, hire a coach. Like if you don't know fully what you're doing, you know, your coach is supposed to be doing everything for you. You just follow everything. Oh, absolutely. They take the thought process out. And honestly, it's, I commend people who sit there and can prep themselves. Yeah. I, I couldn't do that. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, 
I tell people YouTube is like free school. You can learn a lot, a lot of stuff. But when it comes to like, all right, th- I, I think, you know, there's a huge difference between lifestyle changes because, of, you know, lifestyle change your diet. And then there's a huge difference between you, you becoming a competitor and then you kind of teaching yourself. We're all guinea pigs and we all learn. We all take different things. You know, it's it's a lot of stuff. Um, I feel like when it comes to this type of sport, it's too serious for you just to wing it. Oh, and yeah. and and say, you know, think that, you know, about, let's say, gear protocol or, you know, about all the diet or even, you know, water manipulation, uh, food manipulation before the show. I don't know none of that. And I don't want a headache. And that's how you stress out. And that's how people come in looking horrible. Yeah, exactly. I mean, please, there's sometimes we're like. I check in with my coach out every five days and every five days he's either switching my plan to adjust with my cardio or like, say I look a little watery or whatever the case may be. And honestly, the way that he just places the food, it blows my mind. Cause I'm like, how do you even know that that's going to, I mean, granted he's been working with me for three years, yeah. but like, I wouldn't even know how even to adjust any of that. No, exactly. Did you, did you ever think that you were going to do, um, was the idea when, like when wellness first got announced, did you think you were going to go ahead and do wellness or what other class were you in before that? Um, honestly, no, not at first. Um, I used to, I started with women's physique, but honestly, those girls are monsters and I'm not taking stuff. Like I'm not going to start looking like a dude and having a heavy voice. And then I dropped down to figure, which I loved and Mm -hmm. Kenny and Justin, um, and even Tuttle. So I first worked with Tuttle when I started doing figure and Tuttle even said, that's great for you. And then I switched over to working with Justin and him and Kenny Wallach both agreed figure is where you are. Wellness came out and I had brought up the issue or not the issue. I'm sorry. The, the whole idea to Justin. And he was like, well, I don't know. Like it's so new. I don't really know where you would land. And then once I started doing a couple shows, he said to me, he was like, listen, you're going to about to start prep. Why don't we try for wellness and see how it goes. And it just kind of took off from there. Okay. Uh, you've been doing good. You, you, your last show. I remember I took a photo of you. You can, you were great. You, you won your class. Uh, yeah, last year I won the overall on two back-to-back shows. That's awesome. Yeah. That's all. And what do you, what, what show are you prepping for now? I really wasn't going to tell anyone, oh, but. Oh, you heard it first here, guys. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Justin and I are prepping for Universe. Oh, and Teenic. Diving head first and kind of seeing what happens and fingers crossed. Oh shit, that's awesome. That's 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 such a huge show, yo. Oh my god, so many people, so many competitors. I know that's really honestly why I wanted to do it, and it's my home state, it's in Jersey. Yeah. That's your that was your goal originally, or or that's something like all right, let's just you know, like as time went by, you're like, all right, let's go for this show. Oh, like doing universe? Yeah, is, did you already have that planned after your last show, or is something that you guys just recently decided? Um, well, actually, after my last show, he, Justin wanted me to do, uh, the show in Pittsburgh, North Americans. Okay. I couldn't do it. It was my best friend's bachelorette party. I can do any show any year. I can't miss that. Okay. 
So then him and I were talking and I had asked him, I was like, whatever show you think I should do next year. And he goes, you know what? Let's just go straight into doing nationals. He was like, you know, you won your last two shows. Let's see where you place and kind of go from there. So I just go off of what he says because I trust him 100%. Did you, you did nationals last year? No, I didn't. No, just local shows. This is my, actually my first national show. Okay, okay. So you want to do all right, so the, which is you're doing your universe. Okay. Um, and how you are you excited about it or what? Everything's, really everything's on plan, everything's good. Everything's great. Honestly, this is probably by far the easiest. No, I wouldn't say easy. Preps are never easy. Hmm. Um, this is definitely a very stress-free prep. Okay. I feel like I have a whole different mindset. Um, I wake up in the morning excited to do cardio, which I never thought I'd say that. <laughs> Okay, no, I mean, yeah, when you're, when you're, I feel like that's why I love prep a lot more. When you're on prep, your mindset is completely changed. It's like, it's like a flick of the switch that you have to like, all right, there's no playing around. We got a date. The 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 clock is ticking. Tick tock. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta get good for the show. Oh yeah. Absolutely. That's exactly what it is. That's great. No, that's good. As long as you, you know, you're stress-free and stuff like that. I'm sure everything's going to be great. You had mentioned earlier um, relationships, uh, different types. Um, you know, oh, my girl's not going to get on stage bikini uh, or more muscle, whatever the case is. Um, are you, first of all, are you currently in a relationship? That's number one. No, I'm not. Okay. Well, she already answered that. <laughs> and what do you, what's your thoughts on, like, what's the pros and cons of being with somebody while you're still competing? Do you, do you have three hours? <laughs> I have I have a lot of time, yes. Um, okay, so coming from like a competitor standpoint, but I can mm. also see like the outside looking in kind of thing, because I do have friends who are dating people who aren't a competitor. Um honestly, it just first and foremost, it takes a very strong person to be okay with dating someone who's a competitor, whether the competitor is a female or a male you have to have a stronger inner sense of self. And this is just a, my opinion. This is not necessarily a universal thing. The person has to be okay with you having early mornings and late nights and maybe missing some functions and not being able to go out to dinner all the time. And instead of going out to dinner, doing something fun where you guys are still doing stuff together and some kind of sense of security because I mean, please, bikini girls wellness girls figure girls we're half naked on instagram let's just be real okay you get lean the shorts and the sports bras come out weird comments are coming up on instagram and the person just has to be secure enough to know that like that is that they're your person um i mean from my past kind of things uh you definitely have to have a full it's not like oh i want to compete and let's just kind of glaze over it you really have to have that serious conversation with your significant other and really kind of tell them like this is how it's going to go if they have never been in that kind of realm i'm not going to be able to go to some family functions i'm going to be tired the last six to four weeks I'm probably going to be a zombie and you're going to think I hate you, but it's just because I'm so tired. I can't even walk or talk. 
I, I feel like, uh, I don't know. I don't really want to burn anyone on here. So I'm trying to be very careful with my words. <laughs> I mean, hey, I mean, look, it's whatever, whatever you want. Like I have, um, I know I have, uh, a podcast coming up that some people you know they ask me hey are you okay with me like mentioning certain people and i say i mean that's that's you know that's up to you um you know i don't know if you saw jay's last podcast he had mentioned something that had went on in our uh, culture and stuff i'm like oh okay <laughs> as you sip your water <laughs> oh I, I didn't even pay attention to that that oh. just happened <laughs> I mean, honestly, so like, for instance, last year, I'm not going to lie, I'm surprised I stepped on stage. Okay. Uh, it was probably by far the most stressful prep I've ever had. Um, a lot of it was constant fighting and like, yeah, I was putting pictures on Instagram and I looked happy and smiling, but in the inside, I was dying. And a lot of it was because when I first started dating him, I told him, I was actually in prep in 2020 when him and I first met. I know him a long time ago, but when we first started dating. And this is the same guy that I think I met you with uh, in Iron. Yes. Okay, okay. Yeah, big guy. Can't yeah. miss him. Yeah. Um, I was actually in prep for a show that I wound up not doing in, at the end of 2020 because I'd been prepping for over a year. My body just gave up. Okay. And so then I told him, I was like, listen, like, you're okay with me competing. Oh, yeah, I've dated girls that have competed before. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. And I said to him, like, are you sure? Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. And then um, I started prepping for my show last year. I think Justin and I started in February. And it was like, and he, he was so nice to me in my off season, taking me to dinner, always happy. The second I started it's prepping once again, prep, prep is yo prep is a relationship killer. This is crazy. Yeah, and I even talked to him before I started my prep. I go, "You're okay with me doing this show?" I was like, "You warned them. You warned them." So listen, yes. off season is happy me. Prep time is different. Yeah, exactly. It's a completely different person. Like you yeah. said, you're regimented. You're scheduled. Like. You can be spontaneous, but not as spontaneous as before. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, your food, your workouts, and your cardio come first. Yeah, exactly. Then the relationship. Then the relationship. But that's where having a secure partner comes in. Yeah. And um, yeah, so I even talked to him about it. I said, you know, I didn't do that show last year and I'm not one person, I'm not a person to quit. And it really went heavy on me. And so he's like, yeah, no problem, no problem. Like, I, I love that you do this. And then, like I said, just fights started breaking out. I don't understand why you work with your coach. Why do you have to have a guy coach? Um, I never see you anymore. You never do anything with me. I can't go to dinner with you. And I was like, what, where is this coming from? Like, we had a conversation. You said you were okay. okay. And was this, first of all, is this, um, was the relationship some type of thing that you get to see each other like once a week or every day? Uh, is it, is it that you guys had constant communication or is it something that you guys don't really talk as much? It's a relationship still, but you guys don't talk as much. And this just came out of nowhere. We lived 
together. Oh, so that's different. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So wow. Did you get this in text? Or did you get this in person? What? The breakup? When he started just like, you know, saying all this. Um, so from the beginning of our relationship, he kind of just at the time I was living with my parents still, he kind of came, never left. And then we moved in together somewhere else. And then the fight started where it was like small and they just kept getting bigger. And it was like, um, I didn't see you this morning and now you have to go do cardio after work. Like, this is ridiculous. And it's just like, some of them were texts. Some of them were him fighting me with me about something else. And then it turns out that later on, he's like, oh, well, it really was about X, Y, and Z. Everything always kind of circled back to bodybuilding. But I really don't think it was bodybuilding. I think it was something bigger. It usually is. And you guys were living with each other. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, listen, we saw each other a lot. Yeah. I mean, no, so you guys live with each other. You guys at the end of the day sleep in the same bed. Yeah. So it's like, I get where he's coming from, but he signed up for this. Exactly. And like I said, I didn't just jump into it. I asked him if he was okay with it. I think it'll be a little bit different if he was living, living by him, you know, separately. And then that's a different story. But yes. it's like, it's like this. It's like, let's say it's like you have a morning job. He has an evening job. You guys aren't going to see each other only at nighttime. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's almost the same thing, but it's just, I guess, because you're also exposing yourself. You're not keeping yourself a secret anymore to only, you know, himself uh, for, for him. You're, you're kind of showing the whole world who you are and your skin flash or whatever the case is. They don't like that guys. Some guys don't like that. So I get it. Yeah. I, th I think that was part of the mix too, even though he kind of didn't want to say it. And like I said, I'm not saying anything mean because I'm not trying to say anything mean because it takes two people to have a problem in a relationship. Yeah. So when, when did you, when did you officially cut it off? Um, beginning of November last year. And you, you did that or he did that? It was kind of like a mutual thing. Okay. It, it's so hard to explain. It was kind of like <laughs> he threatened to tell me to get out of that apartment. And I'm like, okay, this is the fourth time you said it. So I packed myself and never went back. <laughs> Damn, I, I know, guys, bodybuilding is toxic. Bodybuilding is toxic. <laughs> I tell you guys, there's certain people that I talk to, and I tell my boy, I'm like, yo, he keeps on posting uh, relationship uh, goals for lifting and this and that. And I'm like, listen, there's a reason. I mean, look, there's there's a very small percentile of people in the world that have very healthy relationships. What you see on social media is not always right. It, oh they'll, God, they'll no. post only the nice things like them lifting together. Oh, look at this couple and they're all fit and crazy. What they don't see is like, yo, there's a lot of drama behind it. A lot. There's a reason why a lot of competitors are single. Because the other one can't handle what's going on. They can't. It's just too much. It's true. And it's it's kind of sad in a way where it was like 
I have so many people that reach out to me on Instagram, so many girls more so. You're an inspiration to me. Like, and that that stuff just it doesn't blow up my head. It just honestly fills up my heart. Mm. And it just sucks that like I have these girls saying all these beautiful things to me. You inspire me. I think it's amazing what you do. I wish I could do that. I wish I could have your drive. And then to have someone that you love so much hate everything. Yeah, that's about the worst. what other people love about you. It kind of sucks. Strangers will always give you more love than that your significant one. Yeah. Which is crazy. You they, they and, I mean, a lot. Oh what? what? No, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say that just rolls back to like the whole social media thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I in one of my other ones, I said people post what's at the end of the tunnel. They don't post in between the darkness. The when when there's a the tunnel that's that's just so far. There's so much like dark in between that. They don't post any of that. They only post what's oh, no. perfect. What's at the end? Oh, this is how I look. You know, I mean, look, I, I cover for uh, for off season. I think I'm fat. I think I'm this. I think I'm that. We get so much into our head, but then we post what's good. I don't post enough. Like I post whenever I feel comfortable, right? As as what a lot of people do. Um, Same here. I'm a, I'm a person that um, I don't know if you follow my my personal page, Pumple Stillskin. Um, I only post. So I'll take a picture, and then I'll post it five weeks later. And people think, oh, you look like that right now. I'm like, well, that was five weeks ago. So that's like, you know, um, I'm like, oh, I wonder what you look like now. Or people are always curious what you look like. Um, I'm a person that I kind of cover up because I kind of I like that old school mentality of like bodybuilding covering up and kind of showing showing what you have and surprise everyone. Like, whoa, like, oh, my God, you look fucking crazy. Like Sean Clarita. Exactly. Like that. I like that old school mentality. Um, yeah. Nowadays, everyone posts. Um, every fucking day how they look like and then when it gets to stage it's like well i already know what you look like because you already posted it yesterday or two hours ago yeah so it's like it's not a surprise you know and, and kind of, that kind of takes away the the whole surprise factor out of the sport well that's also why i didn't really like not that i need to like announce that i'm doing a show but like i'll have people reach out and be like you look great are you doing a show this year and i'm like no nah, just live in life okay. and that's that's really why Justin, like I told Justin, I don't want to tell anyone this year because one, it takes the pressure off. And two, it's like, I'm going to come out and be like, surprise. Exactly. exactly. As, as it should be. I mean, I, I, that's my opinion. Some people like do it. Uh, a lot of people now do it because, you know, it's either clout and, and it's major, it's major, majorly like young ones. And I'm yeah. not saying we're old. It's just that the the young mentality it's like you know ever since like let's say c-bomb and stuff like that the mother haircut right now everybody got fucking mullets everybody <laughs> got fucking mullets it's like it's like oh i'm gonna be c-bomb one day like relax relax like i i get it. it's inspiration 100 percent. but damn these kids take it way too now you see in gyms a bunch of little tripods oh tripods everywhere want to just kick them that drives me up a wall fucking crazy man that's just that's just too much so all right um okay so the whole thing uh now did you see anything what was what was the positive like what would, would, would your ex like well you're 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 a man at the time um would he push you or not kind of like really motivate you to do things as well or that kind of like backed off from it because he didn't want you to do the sport i mean i i he definitely had his amazing aspects of it. Like he tried really hard 
to be very supportive. He himself is a personal trainer. So he would do my workouts. And when he had time, he would come and he would push me and train me. If I was working late to like eight or nine o'clock at night, he would make my last meal for me. That way I would have it when I got home. That's always, Um, that's, that's a good thing. Okay. Yeah. He, he tried. It was just, it was just too much for him. And I can't hate him for that. Is he still a trainer there or no? Uh, Iron Culture? Yeah. No, he hasn't worked there in over a year. Yo, what's going on in that place? Uh... <laughs> I, heard, I heard, I heard, uh, um, I just heard, uh, what's his name? Matt? Uh, Matt Cognac? Yeah, he left. Yeah, he left and he's joining Signature. Hmm. I heard that, and then I also heard, uh, who else left? Sill. He was their PT guy there. He was awesome. He left. What is going on? Honestly, I don't really, like, every once in a while, there's one guy, Joey Bosu, that works there. He is literally, he is the epitome of, like, fun in a body. Okay. Funniest kid you'll ever meet. I talk to him from time to time, but I don't really talk to anyone that goes there. So I don't really, I stay out of the drama there. There must be a lot of drama. People are leaving like that. Damn, I remember when that place first opened, it was like a whole family. And I was like, mm, knock, knock everybody out. Just yeah, it's kind of like, like a one of those. Of like, exactly. It's like one of those, uh, you know, those family pictures, right? Yeah. Um, you have everybody lined up. And then you just start writing, putting an X over everybody. <laughs> or and like, just, you know, when you go to carnivals and you have the sandbag and you keep hitting all the clowns. That's, exactly. That's exactly <laughs> how it is. Um, oh my God. That's just, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I hear a lot of shit over there. I'm like, I don't know what the hell's going on, but the gym is, that gym is far. So I can't like really even go. Um, but it is what it is. It's a shame because it's a beautiful gym. It's just. They're opening up a new location too, right? Yeah, you know, it's in the back of like Edgewater trucking place over there. So it's got a wide open area. Yeah. It's gonna be in Edgewater. Door. It's it's a nice area. Um I I'm like maybe 20 minutes away from there. Not bad. Oh yeah, no, I haven't seen the one in Edgewater. I used to go to the one in Morristown. Isn't that the one in East Hanover? By East Hanover? Oh yeah, East Hanover, yeah. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. So that one that one is dear. That's their only one, right? And now they're building one in Edgewater. Yeah, I saw a yeah, sign yeah. there. Um, I passed there once, and I, I I know Arthur posted it. Um, and I'm like, oh shit, they're building one here. That's not bad. Maybe I could start working out that one. Well, I don't know. There's no, there's, there's probably no more people that really like that. I probably know over there. I don't know. Everybody's <laughs> leaving. Everybody's leaving. Um. Uh. Now, question. Uh. Did you? When you guys officially broke it up, were you guys and were you on prep or still off season? Off season. Oh, you were still in off season. Oh, so he didn't even get the full full of you of in prep. No, he would have lost his mind. Yeah. And I honestly didn't even tell him that Justin and I had talked about doing universe. Okay. Because he kept thinking that last year was gonna be my last year competing. And I was yeah, you're too young. terrified to tell him. Yeah, you're too young. If you're winning shows, there's no point of you like stopping. 
Yeah, and like I love doing it. It's not like it's a job for me. I'm not like, oh, I have to go do cardio. Oh, I have to go lift. Doesn't it suck though? It's like you build, you have to work out so you have to be in this type of lifestyle for a whole year, every year, just for you to get five minutes. Yes. That sucks. It sucks, but there's something so amazing about it. Oh, no, yeah. No, those five minutes, they drag. And you're like, <laughs> yes. They drag into like hours. Oh, the like three hours you're waiting backstage to crazy. get for five minutes. Yeah. It's your day. It's your day to like kind of show off to the world like what you did. Damn, man. Did you, did you, did the, did the breakup kind of like, um, get you a little depressed? Like, did it kind of like, ruin your off season slash like going into prep a little bit or no um the first week or two i feel like it like threw me through a loop because i lost so i have aspen but we had a puppy together and i lost that dog oh that's the worst thing ever yeah fuck a break and then i was very his son who was seven and that was hard and then i had to go move my stuff out but oh, honestly, so you had you had three different things literally hit you at once. Oh yeah. Yeah, I asked that because a lot of people can't like that's a lot of like trauma, like mentally. Oh, and then my parents moved to a different state a month later. Wow. Yeah. Damn, that was hard. That's a lot. Yeah. But you but still I did it. Like it definitely changed me, but for the better. Yeah. That was good. That's good. I mean, as long as you're still grinding and doing what you got to do, you're that shows you, though, that on your toughest times, you went through the hardest times already. You you could definitely go through like preps. Oh, this is a breeze compared yeah. to last year. That's good. And, and, and you did your show and you yeah. won. Yes. And you did overall with all that. Yeah, <laughs> that's an accomplishment. That's crazy. That's inspiration, right? There. That's awesome. So, what do you, what do you, what are you trying to like? What are you trying to overall get out of competing? Or do you have a uh, an end date? Or once you get your pro card, that's it? Or you're you're really trying to like go Olympia one day? Um, anything like that? Honestly, I'm just taking it kind of step by step. Obviously, I would kill to be in the olympia stage i would kill to do it my first goal now is to get that pro card work my ass off get that pro card um i've always wanted to do the arnold that's a huge yeah. thing that i've always wanted to do obviously yes the olympia um i'm also at the like i'm 33 so i'm not getting any younger so i know that some competitors do this but i will never put competing over having a family yeah. um so like i said i'm just taking it step by step but if i were to All right, there you go. I just got you. <laughs> I got. I just said you got stuck like this. 
you got stuck like putting your head back i'm like oh no do you not like what i said <laughs> <laughs> no you got um you, so you were saying go repeat what you're saying oh um where did i leave off uh you um you always want to do the arnold but you don't want to you don't want to put your family on pause. like if you create a family you don't want to put like yeah. competing first you know, I, I love competing. It's just, I have always wanted to be a mother. I've always wanted to have a family and stuff like that. So I will never put, and some people do that and there's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. I know so many couples who they compete, they're pros and they're like, you know, we don't really feel like having kids. We're going to have dogs instead. And I'm, I would never put competing over having a family. Yeah. So it's like one of those things, like I said, I'm just taking it step by step, but I feel like I could never finish bodybuilding until I at least get my pro card. Okay. Okay. So at least yeah. that's the goal for now. And then from there, you kind of take it. Take it step by step, kind of see how it goes. I, like mm. I said, I'd love to be able to do the Arnold. I mean, you know, I mean, if you get your pro card this year, then probably work your ass off towards next year and go, go to the Arnold. I, I mean, I might as well, as, as long as I qualify, I would love to be able to grace that stage with those amazing, badass women. Yeah, no, the Arnold, I, I feel like the Arnold is like so, the Olympia is the Olympia, regardless, but the Arnold is, it's something so close to a lot of people's hearts, like, it means so much to a lot, the, first of all, the trophies are amazing. Yeah. <laughs> That's so cool, so fucking cool. So um, let's talk about real quick about your, let's see. Um, I know you do hair salon stuff. Yes. Okay. Uh, and you found the passion for that and you've been doing it for a while. Yes. Um, <laughs> where do you, uh, I'm trying to put this out because you know how we, how we spoke about it before. Um, what do you, what do you see yourself like, uh, um, staying, staying in that business. Like, um, like how do you, how do you mix that with, you don't, you don't see bodybuilding, like you don't see a competitor and a hairstylist. You, you don't really see that. Like, so how do you find yourself still being part of that type of like lifestyle, like, or even entrepreneurship or anything like that? Um, honestly, so in my salon, I specialize in color corrections. Okay. I've and seen your post. Very good job. A lot of stress. Okay. It is a lot of unknown variables. It is a lot of science. And so I almost feel like, I know this is going to sound crazy, but I feel like bodybuilding and that whole aspect of it kind of correlate together where it's like, you're going to be prepping and there's unknown variables that are going to happen. There's going to be one week where you look insane and the next week where you look like a potato. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of almost feel like one kind of fuels the other, if that makes any sense. Okay. Um, I feel like I'm saying I feel a lot. Bodybuilding basically has taught me so much about myself. And I know right now with all these deaths going on and all this craziness going on that people have all these awful things to say, but I feel like in my life, it has done nothing but bring me amazing people and kind of almost enlighten me a little bit. Mm -hmm. 
it I've always had a drive but I feel like my drive now is so different it's more so like it fuels my fire like I can go anything into anything headfirst fearless and just dive right in and if it doesn't go my way then that's life but if it does it was meant to be that way kind of exactly you, you have to you have to i think with uh like what what you're pretty much trying to say is um or what you said is body bodybuilding opened a path for you to kind of the the whole fearless thing like explore a life that is full of risks and and still like go head first regardless of what's in front of you you're gonna you're gonna try to attempt it to give it to your you know your all you know you don't want to be you want to you want to build your brand your person to like its high standards right you bodybuilding has taught you to literally not be afraid of anything but if something's scary to you and you starting a new journey for example then it must be that big because if you're not scared of it it's not it's not big at all oh absolutely yeah, it's taught me to not stay in my realm and actually go outside of my box and see what happens from there. Yeah, that, and, and that's the biggest problem with a lot of people, you know, um, like in 2020, a lot of people came up with uh, their, their own businesses, you know, entrepreneurship, stuff like that. Um, I feel the minute, and I've done it myself as well, you know, the minute, the minute you feel, you start feeling comfortable and where you're at, you're not going to grow. Mm. You're, you're, you're gonna stay there you're going to it's gonna be years and years and years and you're gonna stay you're gonna say you're gonna look at the time you're gonna be like damn i've been here for for x amount of years i haven't moved or you're just stuck doing the same thing re repetitively now, now yes the sport bodybuilding it's a literally a repetitive fucking sport you're doing the same shit every fucking day seven six times a day groundhog day the same foods, the same, especially prep. Prep is like literally, you seen the, you seen the guy, Um, I mean, you seen the movie uh, Free Guy? No, I haven't seen that yet with Ryan Reynolds, but I heard yes. it's good. Okay, so it's it's fantastic. Um, So he literally, he's in the game. I don't want to spoil it for you. Um, He just, he's in this realm in the game. um, And he does the shit, the shit, the same, the same exact time every day. The same, same thing forever, 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 forever. It's like, it's re it's just repetitive. It's like, it's like someone's playing the, you know, when you have the, the song on repeat, the same thing. If you're, if you're stuck there, you're just not moving. You, you're, you're never going to have a chance to see yourself grow. Yeah, exactly. Actually, Chris Tuttle one time, I don't remember if it was my off season or prep. And he said something to me that literally has stuck with me ever since then. And I've used it towards business, my job, even bodybuilding, get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yeah, and he said that to me. And when I tell you that it's stuck with me to this day, it absolutely has in all aspects of life. You have to, you have to, because if not, you're not, you're just not going to see your ultimate potential. And that's, and that's sad. You're always going to look back to a certain age and be like, damn, I should have done this or whatever. And, and you know, at, at the end of the day, I, I think, um, you know, we we use social media for our brands. Um, I think there's two different things. Like, is social media very toxic? Yes. 
But if you use it also for business, then that's that's how you, you know, that's how you get out there. Do you do besides um besides um you know your hairstylist thing and your bodybuilding? Do you do personal training or anything like that on the side or no? I used to, and then um it was just I used to do that when I worked at Iron Culture, and then I keep wanting to go get back into it, but it's more so like trying to find the gym that fits me and, and everything, and then all like my schedule is so crazy now between prep and then working the hours. I added more hours at work and then trying to have somewhat of a social life and still being able to see my friends and family that I kind of backed off from the idea. But honestly, I would love one day to be able to open up my gym, but that is definitely a pipe dream kind of thing. Yeah. Um, that's actually uh, one of the things that I actually want to do. Um, I do one day want to, I think that's my biggest goal is to open up my own gym. Uh, it's, it's probably a lot of people's goals, but I don't want to just open up a gym. Like I want to open up, like, you know, spend money on it. Like, you know, 500,000, 700,000, whatever it is to, to kind of have a type of gym that kind of gives it to like the, the, the majority, uh, but great equipment um just have almost like a destination gym and just be different you know and then and then and just market well and just all that just be just be different be your own boss and you know some build something beautiful out of your brain out of your brand out of your name you know i think that's amazing i i think that's absolutely amazing it's like you know i did this i um I left, uh, I'm no longer working my job. You know, I don't have my regular, my regular job anymore. Uh, it was last September and it's probably the scariest thing I've ever done. The scariest thing There's, there was in the beginning. I'm like, yo, what the fuck am I going to do? But now I know it's like for me to grind is like for me to never come back to a, 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 a punch in punch out type job. I have to do something. I have to stop being comfortable and, and, you know, with this daily or bi-weekly paycheck. And I'm like, no, I have to, you know, money at the end of the day is always going to be money. Um, I don't like mentioning money to my clients and stuff like that. It's, it's just part of the process. Yes. But um, what's more important is the value that you bring to somebody, you know, do something nice for somebody, you know, um, create their vision. That's what I'm, you know, that's what I'm about. You know, I, this, I started doing this, been wanting to do this. Um, of course, first I did, you know, you knew me as a photographer, videographer. And, uh, and I just, you know, and then I had like a clothing thing and I kind of slacked off of that. Cause that's, that's too much. That's like, worry about sizes, small, medium, large, and how much you're going to have and how many people are double XL, triple XL, whatever it is. <laughs> um, that's just too much. But at the end of the day, you know, how you just said, if you have a lot of these goals, just run towards it. Don't be afraid. You got to do what you have to do. You don't, you don't want to be that average. You don't want to be that average person to be part of the same box that everyone's is in inside of. You want to, you want to start chipping away out of that box and break through and be the person outside of the box. Absolutely. I kind of almost look at it like one day when I have kids, I want my kids to look at me and be like, my mom's a badass, like yeah. not for the bodybuilding aspect, but like anything that I tried, whether I failed or succeeded, they were, they're like, I want to be like my mom. Like I want to work hard, whether it works out for me or not. 
kind of thing. Yeah, you want your kids to do at the end of the day whatever they feel like they will makes them happy. Um if if you run your own business, you're working 24/7. But it doesn't feel like 24/7. It's just different the way it is because you love what you do. The point is for you to how how can you come up like uh, all right how can you make more money working less that's more smarter not harder yeah exactly that that's what you have that's what you have to kind of talk to yourself about and kind of like think um how can you do that same thing as you know you want to pass it down to your kids you don't want them to be part of the same box that everybody else is in no. you want them to like they to see your, their parents and be like, damn, exactly how you just said. Yeah, I want to be just like my mom. I want to be a badass. I want to do this. I want to do that. And them not being afraid and you backing them up 100%. Absolutely. To, to be different and not be the same kid that is like in every other school. You know, if you want to go to college, go to college. Yeah, that's fine. If you don't, the, the whole the whole belief system, oh, you have to go to college to be to be somebody. There's way too much people out there that never, never finished college and they're making millions. Oh, absolutely. It's how it's how you how you approach the situation and how you make um, a brand out of you by bringing value. 100%. Yeah. So, I mean, that's pretty much it. But um, uh, what um question? Uh, this, this is the last one. So how... So you said the universe is in how many weeks? 11 weeks from today. And every, you said everything's on track, right? Everything's on track. We're kind of cruising. I mean, he's thrown a few curveballs curveballs at me now to kind of see how my body reacts. But I mean, it's knock on wood, smooth sailing from here so far. No, it's good. As long as you have, as long as, as long as you have a smooth prep, no stress, everything works out. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's one of those things. Like you know, no prep is going to be ever be the same. Yeah, every prep is different. Every, every prep single prep, prep is different. Different water manipulation, food. Just mood, mood alone. Mood alone yes. is a huge factor. If you don't wake up motivated. You're, not, you're gonna have a bad day oh yeah like last year literally every morning i would have to be like pressing a snooze button this time around my body instantly wakes me up at 5 30 every that's morning early. i don't need an alarm clock anymore that's early yikes <laughs> i applaud you that's early as hell oh man that's at uh, what time you start your day 5 30 exactly Every morning, like I could lay in bed for an extra half an hour, but can't fall back asleep. So every morning, 530 in the morning, my eyes are wide awake and I'm ready to go. I could fall asleep at 230 in the morning and still be up at 530. Okay. All right. And where do you, um, where do you work at? So people can, uh, go get their hair did. I work at Stag House in Saddle River. Okay. Or you heard that guys, Everybody, all girls, go check, go check her out. <laughs> I'm a barber too. A barber, a bodybuilder, barber, hairstylist. And a Puerto wow. Rican who uses a straight razor. <laughs> really? Wow. Yeah. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Do you speak Spanish? Un poquito. Awesome. I kind of I suck at speaking it. <laughs> so you're still that Italian. 
that speaks. Yeah. Do you know? Do you know when you say a little bit? How much do you know? Can you? Can you? First of all, can you understand it? I can understand it if you. And this is my mom always making fun of me. If you speak stupid Spanish, like if you speak slow, I can pick up on keywords and everything like that. Um, it's awful because my grandma she'll call me and she'll be like. I don't want to have another conversation with you until you can talk to me in Spanish. I'm like, grandma, I don't know when the next time we're going to talk then. <laughs> Worst Puerto Rican in the world. I, I'll admit it. So, so in a sense, I mean, so you're half and half or just more Italian? Um, My mother's Puerto Rican. My dad is Italian. So I'm basically, I'm half and half. Okay. Okay. And then that one percentile that we talked about earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Like my grandmother came straight off the boat from Puerto Rico when she was 14 my dad's mom came from Sicily when she was 10. She mm. wanted 13. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, so what's your, uh, what is your IG so everyone can go check you out? Uh, your business, the, 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 the salon, and your personal. Um, so my personal Instagram is shway89, S-H-W-A-Y 89. My salon's Instagram is just the actual salon is Stag House, S T A G, and then House. Okay. And then my hair Instagram is Hair by Shway. Hair by Shway. Yeah. Okay, okay. that's awesome. That's cool. Has a little ring to it. Everything I do extensions, I do men's fades, I do color correction, I do I do a lot of weddings. Good money there. Yeah. Oh. Oh yeah wow yes well maybe you should hook me up all right come on in i mean not to do my hair oh <laughs> i don't have hair i can shave it i do head shaves if you do if you know any wedding planners or anything like that send them my folk. i just got i just got into the wedding scene oh no way okay so i'm actually working i'm doing a wedding june 4th okay. and we just started working with a wedding coordinator and she's always looking for new people to come in so I will actually text you information. Awesome. Let me know. Let her know. Tell her. Um, yeah, I'm actually putting out. Um, I just had my first wedding, a full wedding on Monday. They just passed. Oh, that's um, awesome! Congrats. Thank you, thank you. So um, I'm I'm mainly focusing on video. So because a lot of a lot of people they they look for some. You know, I'm just I, I like I like doing video. I do photography too, but it's like for a day like that. Unless we have a whole team, you want to probably do something else. But um. I like creating that whole story behind it. So, you know, that's what I've been wanting to get into the scene. So now that I have the opportunity, I want to kind of like reach out to people and, and, you know, that I know, or that, you know, want to give me the business and to kind of like shout my name out there. Oh, absolutely. I will definitely, I know a couple actually party planners that they either do weddings or like quinceaneras or like sweet 16s or whatever the case may be. And which I didn't even realize people still had quinceaneras, but I put. Mm, they do. They do. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'll definitely give your information out. That's awesome. All right, awesome. Thank you so much. Well, yeah. guys, that concludes episode seven with Shway, aka Shauna. I forgot the last name. <laughs> What's the last name? Suter. Suter, aka nothing else. <laughs> I will see you guys on episode eight and we will talk again. Thank you for being awesome. Right? Awesome. Thank you. All right, take it easy. Bye.